This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, April 19th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined this morning by Brad Johnson. Brad, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Brad, you've been joining me on the Friday shows so far, and we did Tuesday, Thursdays last week, and uh, we're doing Tuesday again now. Matt and I have been struggling with our schedule this week, but uh, yeah, glad to have you on. Um, Good to be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt and I recorded Sunday morning, because we weren't going to be able to do it Sunday night, and we got to do the fun, like, record a day in advance thing where we try and guess the future of what's going to happen and hope nothing gets weird. And I think we did okay, other than uh, Robbie Ray... Uh, or sorry, that um, Archie Bradley went and pitched, and we weren't yeah. sure exactly who was going to pitch. Um, we knew that was a question mark that happened. Also, Socrates Brito got sent down, which I don't think we were expecting, but not a huge deal in DFS. But other than that, we avoided the uh, the real embarrassing things, uh, at least with yeah. the disclaimer. Um, that Brito thing is mostly just a matter of uh, they're, they're managing their bullpen right now. Yeah, he'll uh, be back. They, they need some fresh arms. <laughs> yeah, they, they're having a tough time. Uh, that that team is... I, I don't think I want them to do badly, but they're definitely at a place where they're kind of... It's kind of entertaining to watch them and what's going on. I don't know. It, I, after that offseason, it, it feels like they deserve to not do so tra- well. It's traumatic. Like it shouldn't I, be rewarded for... Yeah, I'm not... I'm, I'm not rooting against them. I don't dislike the D-backs, but it's definitely an yeah. interesting team. I don't know. So. With Pollock out, that's uh, definitely a big hit to them. They're always a very uh, shallow team. Yeah. Uh, they needed all their guys, uh, all their stars to be performing at their peaks, and losing Pollock right off the bat is really tough. Yeah. I'm not personally a huge fan of the front office, but it's like, they spent money on Granky, and I like Zach Granky. I want him to be good. You know, and there's interesting players there. So I don't know. Um, the other thing is Matt called me out on Sunday because we had recorded in the morning of me being a terrible, terrible morning person. And so we're recording in the morning and try and bring the energy. Matt got on me for never drinking coffee, uh, but just not a coffee person. But yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to look at games for Tuesday the 19th. And Tuesday has a pretty big slate, and there's one random day game, which I imagine we're going to go ahead and ignore. It's the Brewers going to Minnesota, um, yeah. and, and most we'll of the FS. That one out. There's the uh, 6-10 game as well. We could probably skip that one, too. Yeah, that one's a... a it depends on your site, but yeah, that one's kind of weird. Um, that's Wade Miley at the Indians. I kind of like that matchup for a few Indians guys. I like... Uh, I like Mike Napoli getting a lefty, and I like Rajai Davis getting a lefty. But, yeah. you know, Carlos Carrasco is interesting, but beyond that, I wouldn't worry about it. But, yeah, we'll do the rest of these. So uh, we start at catcher, and Brad, what are you thinking at catcher for Tuesday? There's a lot of solid choices today. Uh, catcher position's grown very tight, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, there tends to be, you know, six or eight guys in the same price point who you know, we could probably expect something uh, similar out of them. Uh, guys I like today, uh, uh, Stephen Vogt at Yankee Stadium. Uh, just you're looking at that lefty against the righty at mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium. Uh, Michael Pineda isn't actually you know a guy you usually tend to exploit, but uh, yeah. just this one-off pick I think makes sense. Sure. Uh, Francisco Cervelli is a solid pickup against the Padres today. Uh, that one's yeah. in San Diego. Uh, again, yeah, I, I recommend him all the time for this. He's batting fifth. He's just such a high floor guy. 
Uh, he, he's not going to be your top performer at the position, but at the same time, you're you can count on getting something out of him at a good price. Sure, and if you're not banking on him hitting it out, it probably doesn't matter as much that he's in San Diego. You know, yeah, I, re- exactly. I realize park factors are not only homers, but at the same time, it's like he'll he'll be fine. He'll be fine yeah. there. And for DFS purposes, we tend to care most about homers, uh, a little yeah. bit about doubles, but it's yeah. mostly about those homers. Yeah. Uh, in Cervelli's case, it's more of a matter of looking for multiple hits and RBI opportunities. Yep. He'll be fine there. I had him written down. Um, he goes up against Colin Ray. I think Colin Ray's fine and might yeah. be fine one day, but like he, he's worth picking on, though. And it's not like their bullpen's that great. So, yeah, I like that. Uh, who else you got? Uh, so... I'm looking at this Baltimore uh, Blue Jays matchup because you yeah. have Mike Wright and you want to pick on Mike Wright. Yeah. Uh, Russell Martin, I think, is going. He, he's very cold. He's not hitting well this year, but mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to be the unpopular Blue Jay. Yeah. If you want to try to, you know, sneak some parts of that stack without just you know, being completely overlapped by everyone else in the field. Sure. Uh, I expect those Blue Jays to be extremely popular today because of Mike Wright. I, yeah. I also. I'm not super eager to jump on the matchup just because the Orioles bullpen's pretty good. Yeah, that's true. You know, if Wright manages to get through four or five innings without allowing too much damage, suddenly it becomes a hard hard time for them to score runs and uh, put up DFS points. Yeah, no, I, I agree there. Uh, I'm interested. I definitely wrote down some Blue Jays today. I didn't have Russell Martin. I like that pick. I had the obvious ones. We'll get to them later. But you're right, they might be too obvious, and uh, Mike Wright's not very good. How many starts do you think Mike Wright makes this year? Uh, he's and, already made more than I thought he should. <laughs> well, like, yeah, uh, it's he could have potential one day, but it's not there yet. Um, yeah, I had that. I also had, uh, do you like Sal Perez getting Shane Green? Do you believe in Shane Green at all? You know, there's... That's a tough one because yeah. I, I thought I liked him last year, and then he had that five homer game, and I I used him in yeah. a couple formats, including Adenu, which really penalizes pitchers home runs. And then I'm very sour on Shane, Shane Green. Done forever. You were burning. Yeah, he needs to really do a lot for me to feel comfortable using him again. Yeah, uh, but he, yeah, he he has a certain amount of talent. Uh, I, I don't think there's a problem with using Sal Perez today, though. Against yeah. Yeah, uh, he yeah. Shane Green's interesting, but I'm certainly not you know, avoiding uh, picking against him. So I had that. Um, I had two bigger names, probably popular ones. If you want to pay for Buster Posey getting a lefty and Robbie Ray, go nuts! Like good one. Loves to hit lefties. Reasonable on FanDuel. It's at yeah. thirty five hundred. Yeah, Robbie Ray struggles with righties, and Posey loves it lefties. It's just it's a solid matchup. I'm worried about it being too popular, but uh, you know, you, yeah. it needs to be discussed. Um, the other one I like personally is uh, Devin Mazzarocco getting Jorge De La Rosa. Devin Mazzarocco has like a 150 200 point like OPS split between righties and lefties. He loves to hit lefties, um, and he's back in the lineup. And Jorge De La Rosa is fine. He's okay, you know, but not a guy I'm going to avoid. I'll go ahead and pick my guy getting a getting a lefty there. Um, I like Devin Mesoraco a lot when he gets a lefty. And then when Jorge comes out, it's, I don't think that Mesoraco can't hit that bullpen. So, um, yeah, my personal favorite pick is Mesoraco, but I agree there's a bunch of other options. Um, do you have anybody else we didn't get to? Probably not anyone who really need to dive on. Uh, Victor Martinez is a catcher in FanDuel, and uh, Matchup gets your down over in Chira, not Great, but he's been very wild 
the mm-hmm. spring. And so I think uh, with a patient hitter like Martinez, you could get some positive results either. Oh, yeah. You know, just you know, a, a nice basic couple walks and a high floor, or even uh, pouncing on a mistake pitch and doing some damage. Oh yeah, there would be points there for sure. Um, all right, let's go on to first base. Um, I had, again, I had Mike Napoli getting Wade Miley, um, but then I would go to the obvious ones as we discussed: uh, Edwin Encarnacion getting Mike Wright. Edwin loves to hit righties; he's been doing it more so lately in his career. Mike Wright's not very good. Um, it'll be expensive and it'll be popular, but I, for good reason. So if you want to go that way, um, I always say on this show that I feel like the more obvious choices are better in your smaller groups. You know, if you're playing a 50, 50 or something, then you can go mainstream like that. But if you're playing something bigger, it's tougher. Um, I want to go somewhere a little more clever. I don't know. It's hard for me at first base. I don't like to get that off the beaten path because you really want the points and it hurts to miss at first base. Um, so I have big names. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez gets Julio Tehran, who has a bad weakness against lefties. So that's good for Adrian. Um, I have Eric Hosmer getting Shane Green. If you don't believe in Shane Green, which there's plenty of reasons not to, uh, he'd be fine. Um, you can pick Prince Fielder or Mitch Moreland getting Scott Feldman because Scott Feldman's not great. And that's a platoon advantage for both of them. Um, Jose Abreu is, is Matt Harpson, likes to hit righties, likes to hit same side, uh, pitchers. I think it's Matt Shoemaker who loves to hit, give up home runs. Matt Shoemaker had that rookie season where he won a bunch of games and looked kind of good. And then he had come out of nowhere to do that. And now he's kind of come back to being like, I oh, yeah, had not anything special. And I think Jose Abreu would be fine there. Um, other than that, I got like Hanley Ramirez gets Drew Smiley as a lefty. I, there's some platoon split things there, but like I feel like Drew Smiley's pretty good. Would you pick against Drew Smiley with any of these Red Sox? Uh, you know, I I, I think you could. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be more of a fade stack, mm-hmm. uh, something that would be a little less popular uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in a large GPP. Uh, knowing that more often than not, it's probably going to fail. But if it does hit, you're going to be yeah. on your own with it. Uh, he he's not. The kind of pitcher who is never going to have a bad outing. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to happen sometime. And uh, Red Sox have a pretty solid lineup. Uh, could be the team that d- does it. Right. And, and yeah, I looked up uh, Smiley, and he does have a platoon split for sure. He murders yeah. other lefties, but it's not like he's terrible against righties, but it's definitely a, a difference. And there are a bunch of right-handers in that Red Sox lineup. I have a few today. One of them's Hanley. I'm not in love with that. Um and then the other one I have is Paul Goldschmidt getting Matt Cain. Goldschmidt prefers lefties, but he can certainly hit righties, and Matt Cain just doesn't look good. He looks very hittable. So if you want to spend on Goldschmidt, I think it's a fine day to do that. So, yeah, yeah uh, those are all my picks at first base. There's plenty of them. There's none I'm in love with. There's there's none that jump off the page to me. Just a lot of places where you could spend plenty of DFS money and, and do fine. Um, do you have anybody that I didn't list, or more importantly, that you're actually excited about at first base? <laughs> Uh, as far as excitement, uh, I'm not sure that you know, there's anyone. Uh, Jose Abreu, I really like today at, mm-hmm. on FanDuel because he costs 3,400, and I think that's sure. absurd against uh, Matt Shoemaker. Uh, but you know, there's other guys. Uh, Chris Davis. I don't think you need to really shy away from him against Marcus Stroman, as good as Stroman is. It's sure. uh, I, I think Chris Davis's powers close to matchup proof. Uh, yeah. Not quite at like a Giancarlo Stanton level, but anyone who's not one of the 
super elite aces, I think you can right. use Chris Davis and not really right. be concerned about your you're taking your random shot at a home run or two. Yeah, or you know, I'd avoid like strong left-handers against him. But yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, when when he gets a righty, it's like he's if he connects on it, it's gone. Like that's it. He just needs to needs to get it. Um, and then, yeah, I see your point you're making for sure. I think he could hit Stroman, you know. Um, do you like, we'll get to him later, do you like some of the other Orioles, the Inomers, the Jonathan Scopes, the Manny Machado, or is it more just like an 80-power Chris Davis type thing against Stroman? Yeah, I'm mostly looking at Chris Davis in that stack. I, mm. I, I always like Machado, uh, but I, I don't think I'd be paying for him today. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, anybody else at first base before we move on? Mark Teixeira looks fine against uh, Eric Surkamp. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do like that, now that I think about it. I, I had missed that one on my list, but, yeah, I'm not worried about Eric Surkamp at all. I think the Yankees yeah. will be scoring <laughs> runs. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Um, how about second base? Where, where are you starting at second base? Uh, probably top of the pile, Jose Altuve. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a nice little matchup for him. Nice uh, power-friendly park, too. Uh, yeah. So you can take advantage of all of his skills. Uh, and uh, you're getting a guy who uh, Derek Holland's good, <laughs> but uh, not someone who I'm really concerned about terribly. He's uh, sure. a bit of a command and control guy, um, not always on top of his game, uh, partially because he's hurt so often. And so yeah. we'll see what he looks like today, but he's had one good outing and one bad outing this year. Right. I used to like him, and he's straightened things out. But he also, I don't know if you've noticed, uh, he doesn't strike people out anymore, like at all. Right. right. Uh, Derek Holland stopped striking people out, and he's fine. But I, I definitely have a number of uh, Astros that that kill lefties. I think they could there could be a good uh, mini stack there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do you think in a second base? Uh, opposite side of that game, Rudnet Odor. Yeah. Uh, I've got Scott Feldman. I don't think there's anything wrong with that one. Uh, no. I've looked into Odor many times because there's a lot of interesting stuff on paper with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one thing that always has me throw on the brakes is his infield fly rate. Uh, it's up there with guys like Jose Bautista and Encarnacion, and they get by with extreme power, and Odor doesn't really have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some signs, you know, in general. Um, now, I'm a little cooler on Odor uh, than a lot of other analysts, but at the same time, this particular matchup looks good. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, he's interesting. I, I'm not cool on him like you are, even though I get it. I'm not super gung ho. He's interesting, but uh, yeah, it's Scott Feldman. He'll do fine. He, he definitely, whether you're hot or cold on him, he has talent, and he'll do fine against Scott Feldman. Um, who else you got? Uh, Sterling Castro, uh, suddenly alive again. Yeah. Uh, should be popular tonight. Uh, so, you know, take yeah. that as you will. I had that. Yeah. yeah. He, he's got that uh, Eric Serkamp matchup. And the Oakland Pens, fine, but not anything to avoid either. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, even though he's not a lefty, uh, you got Yankee Stadium. Uh, it's still friendly to the righty bats, too. And, uh, you know, it's a solid matchup for him. Yep. Yep. I like that. Um, do you like, I know I was talking about Red Sox, do you believe in Dustin Pedroia getting Drew Smiley? He definitely likes to hit lefties. And again, for another lefty, I'd be more excited about it. But um, but yeah, sub-question, do you believe in Dustin Pedroia and then, you know, against Drew Smiley? 
I think he's a high average guy. I don't know if he has much power left in the tank anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking at kind of a high floor, low ceiling profile out of him. Sure. Uh, with Fenway Park and just the way that park plays, uh, when he's home, you're going to have some weird results every once in a while. He's going to put up big point games. Uh, but anytime he's in a more normal park, I, I see him as maybe a small slate guy, not so much someone I target in one of these bigger slates. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I also had DJ LeMahieu getting Alfredo Simone. I think we're going to have a number of Rockies, and he'd be fine. He's so boring, though. Like, there's not a lot there. Decent average and some runs, and you probably prefer him at Coors Field. I just want to pick on Alfredo Simone. Yeah. Um, I had, he has uh, a sore groin, too. I don't know if that's going to hold him out, but uh, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, might mean he runs less, which means his ceiling is even lower. Um, on the flip side, I had Brandon Phillips versus Jorge De La Rosa. I... I'm pretty bored by Brandon Phillips at this point, though. You know, I, I don't know what you're really looking for there. Um, I'm, I'm grumpy because a few years ago I, I got him, like, late in a draft, and I thought he'd be fine. he do a little bit, and he did, like, nothing. And he stole, like, three bases on the air. I'm like, all right, you stopped running. And then the next year, I think it was last year, he stole, like, 20. I was like, oh, come on, I thought he stopped. Uh, it's, it's similar to the Shane Green thing, where, like, you get burned by a player in fantasy, and I feel like you carry that bias forever. Where you're like, no, not not doing it. I didn't know. But, uh, so Brandon Phillips is right-handed, likes to hit lefties. He gets Jorge De La Rosa. I think he'd do fine. I, you're not crazy to take it, and especially because he gets the Rockies bullpen too. But I'm not excited about it in any way. Um, he tends to have a nice role in the lineup too. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not very popular because he, the Reds just aren't very popular in general. Yeah. But worth mentioning, could be fine um, if you don't feel like doing something crazy like Altuve. Um, I also wrote Ben Zobrisk and Jaime Garcia. Uh, ben Zobrisk likes to hit lefties, and I picked a bunch of righties against Jaime Garcia before his last outing, and uh, he dominated the Brewers. So uh, it, it's definitely a risky thing just because when he's on, he can shut a team down. I don't know that he'll do that to the Cubs, but he has the potential to do it. Um, but I still like Ben Zobrisk, and I like him against a lefty, so... Uh, there's an option there. Um, it's hard to not be most excited about a guy like Altuve, but um, is there anybody else at second base that you're at least interested in? I have some interest in Joe Panic, even though he's up against a lefty. Uh, not mm-hmm. a guy who I worry about the platoon splits very much with, mm-hmm. and I think he'll be you know, a little bit overlooked. I see him as a higher floor version of Dustin Pedroia, so you know, same kind of scenario where you're mostly looking for multiple hits. Sure. Uh, in this case, uh, that's fine. You don't have to worry about uh, AT&T Park and its homer suppressing ways as much. Yeah. And, right. yeah, I, I think the matchup itself's fine. Uh, Arizona bullpen's okay. They shouldn't really be flummoxed by Ray too much. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a okay pitcher. Uh, <laughs> it's just a lot of kind of mediocre involved in here, and Panic's yeah. a solid hitter. He'll, he'll do fine. He's consistent, if nothing else. Uh, all right, let's move on to third base. Third base, I'm excited because it's an Alex Rodriguez day. It's Eric Surkamp, and I think he will do just fine there. Uh, and the ace bullpen hasn't been that good, and I don't know. I'm just still on the A-Rod train when he gets a lefty, and so I think that's a, that's a good one. Eric Surkamp also shouldn't have a job. Who's going to make more starts this year, Eric Surkamp or Mike Wright? That's my question. 
probably Mike Wright because the Orioles just have crap yeah, <laughs> sitting around in their system. Uh, not a lot to, yeah. Gussman is back in action. That's all they got. Yeah. Uh, the A's actually have a few guys. Yeah, and they got, you know, Henderson Alvarez coming back and at some point, you know. Yeah, yeah they got Alvarez, they have uh, Manea, they have... Uh... Yeah, these are pitchers that I... Talking about, like, Sir Camp and Wright, these are pitchers I expect to see in, like, August, you know, or <laughs> yeah. at teams, like, doesn't think they're going to make it in, you know, and they're like, oh, we got to fill a rotation anyway, like, get somebody pitching out there. But I'm like, the Tigers are pitching, like, Mike Pelfrey in the rotation, like, in April. What do you... They, they chose to do this. Like, yeah. they, they paid him to be... A mostly starter spot swingman. Yeah, the the White Sox <laughs> are still pitching John Danks, and I realize like it's not easy to fill a rotation, but it's like it's April. You think you want to make the playoffs? Like you're giving him the ball every five days. I don't know. It's tough finding five pitchers, five starters is so hard. I get it, you know. But it's is yeah. They seem like August names to me. Um, all right, uh, so I have A-Rod. I'm also extra excited about Eugenio Suarez. I'm always excited. He's, you know, becoming my boy this year. He gets a lefty and De La Rosa. I think he'll be fine. Uh, he likes to hit lefty, so that's a good one for him. So I'm getting a big thumbs up for Eugenio. Um, on the flip side of that, if you want to pay, you know, everything in your lineup, um, you can get Nolan Arenado, get an Alfredo Simone. And I can't tell you that he won't be worth it. You know, it would, it would be just fine. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. And he gets the Reds bullpen. Like, that's that's a pretty darn good pick. It's just going to cost everything. Um, Mech Moustakis gets Shane Green. If you want to pick on Shane Green, go nuts. Uh, Matt and I are both really bored by Mike Moustakis, so it's not... It's whatever. And then um, Chris Bryant gets Jaime Garcia. Chris Bryant should be fine with the platoon advantage, but again, Jaime Garcia kind of scares me, too. Uh, especially because I got burned so bad last time. But uh, I'd still watch the Cubs against him. It'll be interesting, but... Eugenio Suarez for me, if not Alex Rodriguez. Um, what do you think of those two guys, and uh, who else are you looking at at third base? Uh, yeah, so I definitely like Suarez. Uh, he's a guy, I mean, we've talked about a few times already, uh, on all of my fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone that is in this current season, anyway, I have a 2005 Sim League, and Suarez is not <laughs> on that roster. Uh, that, that's the... Uh, only scenario where I'm not using him heavily, though. Sure. And uh, I, I like him today, especially against Jorge De La Rosa. Yeah. Uh, he just had an off day, too, so should be fresh. Yeah. Um, anything else at third base that, that is more exciting than that? Uh, but the more exciting options are the obvious ones. You know, Donaldson, Arenado, Machado. Yeah. Uh, even Matt Carpenter's just always such a high floor guy. Yeah. Uh, with ceiling, too. Uh, I... Like Todd Frazier uh, today. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, a solid matchup for him against Matt Shoemaker. Yeah. Um, it's righty on righty, but he's good enough and yeah, more important Matt Shoemaker's bad I'm not bad too worried enough. about that. Uh, mostly I'm looking at the park. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, a, it's a guy who, in Shoemaker, who gives up a lot of uh, bad pitches, uh, things that uh, can dep- get deposited in the seats. Yes, yes. So they I can. think Frazier could be a one or two home run threat today. Yes, he could. All right. And then um, let's go ahead and look at shortstop. At the top of my list for shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts getting Drew Smiley, just because Xander really likes to hit lefties. And so if you want to do that fade and pick on him and bet on Red Sox, I think he's a key part of that because he has been really strong against lefties. 
Um, other than that, uh, Corey Seager gets Julio Tehran, and again, Tehran just struggles so bad with lefties. It's at home, and that's good for him. But he just struggles with lefties really bad lately. Um, so Corey Seager could be just fine there. Um, if you want the the big name as part of that Astro stack, Carlos Correa getting Derek Holland is going to be expensive, but quite possibly worth it. I think that's a good matchup. He's He has like a 100-point difference in his OPS between righties and lefties. He's way better against lefties, and he's still great against righties, but that, that's a big one. Um, I have Addison Russell getting Jaime Garcia if you need a cheap option. I'm still scared of them getting blanked, but I think, you know, Jaime Garcia definitely has his bad starts from time to time. He puts the ball in play enough that it can find holes and go badly, and Addison Russell will be a part of that. Um, my other cheap option I have is Brad Miller getting Joe Kelly because it's Joe Kelly. He, he would be, I don't know. I, I want Joe Kelly to be good, but I don't know that I see it. And Brad Miller is a cheap option that can maybe steal a base or maybe hit a homer. So if you're just looking for a guy to fill in at shortstop, picking against Joe Kelly is not so bad. So, um, Yeah, do you have any shortstops I did not list in that little rundown? Oh, the big name is Trevor Story. Uh, yeah. Against Alfredo Simon. That's yeah. a, a nice, easy matchup to exploit. And even though it's not Coors, it is Great American Ballpark, uh, mm-hmm. which is closest thing we have to Coors at sea level. Yeah. Uh, also, like Aledemus Diaz, uh, he's, he bats down the order. Yeah. Uh, but he's been very hot uh, since being called up. I, I see him as a kind of like a better Joe Panic almost, a little more power, a little more speed. Okay. Uh, a lot of the same contact profile, probably more strikeouts, uh, but uh, you know you're going to get a lot of contact, and some of it's going to be hard contact. Uh, in general, I'm not going to be targeting him at home too often, uh, but as long as his price is uh, reasonable, uh, I think he's someone you could go after and use. And I do think he'll move up in the order before too long uh, yeah. once Jeremy Hazelbaker cools off. <laughs> <laughs> once he remembers that he's Jeremy Hazelbaker and shouldn't be batting like second or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 If you're willing to bet on pure BAPIP, uh, Zach Cozart, everything he's putting in play is falling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, against Jorge De La Rosa, I see no reason to really shy away from him today. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he has enough power to hit home runs, uh, bats lead off, and uh, probably won't be that popular. Yeah, I could see that too, for sure. Uh, that's a pretty good under-the-radar one that's, that's still in a good place. Um, all right, let's get on to the outfield. I had mentioned at, at first that if you are playing that Mariners game, I like Rajai Davis. He shows a lot of power against lefties, which is kind of nuts because you don't think of him as a power guy. Um you can go Jose Bautista getting Mike right. Again, it's obvious. I think a lot of people will do that, but for good reason. I think he'd be, it's a good matchup for him. But um, I also have Carlos Gonzalez getting Alfredo Simone. Carlos Gonzalez is hot out of the gate. He's been great, I think. I don't know that I'm like trusting him season long, but you know, he's definitely awesome when he's on. So, uh, yeah. and it's Alfredo Simone. He'll, he'll be fine there. Um, and the Reds bullpen, you know, the Rocky stack is going to be a good one. Um, if you want to pick on Joe Kelly some more, it's a good uh, Dickerson day for sure. Going to be able to take him on, go into Fenway. He'll be fine there. Um, I looked for some nationals to hit Adam Conley, and the big one might be Jason Worth, who really made an early part of his career hitting lefties and likes to hit lefties. It's unclear how much he has left in the tank. Um, but being able to hit a lefty and go up against a lefty could be, you know, what he's looking for. 
Um, and then I also had uh, George Springer getting Derek Holland, and we talked about how there's going to be Astros and how Derek Holland's whatever, and he's 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 not the right pitcher, but if he's not whiffing people, that's Springer's biggest problem, and I feel like if Springer can make contact, he can do bad things uh, against Derek Holland. So I am I am in there. Um, what uh, what outfielders do you have? Who's at the top of your list? Where do you think he'd actually be going? Well, as usual, there's a ton of outfielders you can pick. Mm-hmm. I think Andrew McCutcheon's going to be um, mm. one of the better options today. I literally uh, wrote Pirates outfield. Yeah, but. that, that Pirates outfield looks pretty tasty today. Uh, I'm not sure if Marte's healthy or not. I know he was a little banged up. Uh, I think it was a hand injury. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if he's back in the lineup. Uh, McCutcheon's really the guy who stands out for me today. Sure. And you could also look at Gregory Polanco. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... Uh, the less popular part of the Blue Jays stack, uh, Kevin Pillar, uh, batting atop the order usually, uh, could be a nice option today. Yeah. Uh, Mookie Betts, always a, a smart play. Uh, yep. Another one of those high floor, high ceiling types, kind of like Matt Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, love to get guys like that in the lineup, uh, just because you are you can count on getting something and you might get a lot. Yep. Uh, so He uh, gets a lefty. Get the money for it. He, he's a good pick. Yep. Uh, Lorenzo Kane uh, against uh, Shane Green, another one that I, I like. Uh, games in Kansas City, uh, there, there's better matchups to be found uh, stadium-wise and uh, weather-wise um, for if you're chasing home runs. Uh, Kane also is a guy, pretty high floor, not quite as talented as Betts, and a similar price point, too. Uh, so I'd go after Betts unless you think that might be too popular. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it will be against Drew Smiley. I, I think that's no, probably that's not. Yeah. Um, do you like uh, Hunter Pence getting Robbie Ray? Yeah, I I always like Hunter Pence. He's a weird guy. Yes. Uh, but he he tends to produce, yeah. and uh, that's that's what counts. And he likes to hit lefties, and Robbie Ray struggles with those righties. So I think that'd be good, especially. Yeah. You, yeah. you watch him play, and you kind of shrug. Yeah. Uh, you don't know how he's doing it, but he 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 gets it done. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, David Peralta gets Matt Cain. will be okay. Um, I, I like him getting right. That's more of a pick against Matt Cain than David Peralta. Yeah. Um, but but I'm fine with that. I think it'd be good. And then uh, the other name I had, uh, Jacques Peterson getting Julio Tehran. Again, if you believe in uh, them having him having trouble with lefties, which he does, uh, that could be a good opportunity for Jacques Peterson. Um, yeah. Do you have any other outfielders before we get on to pitchers? I was going to mention Peterson and also Yasiel yeah. Puig. Sure. Uh, I'm not concerned with him not having the platoon advantage against Tehran and yeah. the Braves bullpen, aside from uh, Vizcaino in the back end, not very good. Yeah, no, they're not. Uh, also, like Nomar Mazzara today, that's second for the uh, Rangers. Sure. Uh, Ranger stack in general makes sense against Scott Feldman, and I think Mazzara is a big part of it if you're going that direction. Sure. Maybe, yep. Um, okay. Let's look at uh, pitchers because there are quite a few options. Oh yeah, um, and deep they, day for pitcher. And they they range. I'm going to start at the top. Logan Verrett. Verrett. Uh, I'm familiar with him, just not sure how to say his name. Uh, he goes to Philadelphia. He's a guy that had you know really low expectations for you know the Mets and just filling in, and he's done fine. Like, do you expect him to be like that capable of a pitcher? Uh, one in Philadelphia, but two in general. What do you think of of Logan? I'm not a big fan of his in a general sense, but a matchup against the Phillies, I think that's an, an easy take. Yeah, uh, you can get a lot of good hitters around him tonight. 
and probably expect, you know, like six innings, two or three runs, five or six strikeouts, good shot at a win. Yeah. Uh, it it all adds up to maybe you know, an average starting pitcher outing, and given his price, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, you're going to need to get a lot out of your hitters, uh, but you know, that's the point when you're going for a cheaper pitcher. And then on the opposite side of him, uh, Vince Velasquez is back, coming off his uh, huge outing. And uh, now he gets the Mets. I I don't know if his price is going to jump that much off of one outing, but his ownership percentage certainly did. Um, the thing is, the Mets have been fairly cold against righties. I don't know that that's going to keep. They were a bit streaky last year, but they were also overall pretty good. So... Part of me is like, yeah, I want to pick on them while they're cold and, and use this guy who's hot, you know, whatever that means. But I'm also like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of talent on that Mets team. So um, do you worry that not only Velasco's price went up, but that he's going to be really popular coming off that huge outing? Yeah, and he's already had success against the Mets this year, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're even colder at the beginning of the year, they're starting to warm up a little bit as an offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his his first outing of the season was against the Mets. Six innings, nine strikeouts, no runs, uh, three hits, three walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think people are going to look at that, uh, look at his last outing where he you know looked like an ace and uh, – you know, target him as an ace. He's nine thousand on FanDuel, which isn't cheap, nor is it you know particularly expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, you're paying you know ten thousand plus for a really strong pitcher. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's upside in this play for Velasquez. Uh, he could have another very strong outing. Certainly mm-hmm. not as strong as against the Padres. Uh, that's probably a highlight of his career outing. Yeah. Uh, but he, he he can certainly have a strong outing, uh, one that will be among the top of the day. Yep. At the same time, I can also see the Mets uh, turning into solid performance, too. Sure. Um, you picked Steven Vogt against him, but uh, do you like Michael Pineda at home getting uh, the A's? I like the matchup for him. I hate using anyone at Yankee Stadium. It's, yeah. just, it's so easy for a ball to fly out. Uh, not even a mistake pitch. Uh, you, you, I've seen so many home runs there that were on pitches that have no right leaving the yard, mm-hmm. and they do. Yeah. And so it, it's really hard to target anybody at that stadium, sure. uh, knowing that they can make their pitches, hit their spots, fool the hitter, and still get burned. Sure. Um, I also wrote down Alex Wood at Atlanta. Um, Matt like and I one, yes. both picking him for a field of streams contest because he's like 48% owned, which is nuts. Yeah. He should be, I was going to put him in as my pick, too. Yeah, he should be much higher than that because uh, he. I think he's a lot better than that. Um, and the Braves also are, one, they're not a great offense, but two, all their best hitters are left-handed, you know, which is good yeah. for Alex Wood. So uh, I think that's a good matchup for him. I don't know that he's going to strike out you know, 12 guys or anything, but he should have a pretty good day. Um, that's a good matchup, and I think, you know, he has the Dodgers backing him up, too. The The bullpen is surprisingly shaky for Los Angeles so far, but I think they'll straighten out. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just me trying to find a reason not to like Alex Wood. Uh, do you like him as a DFS pick? Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah. Good pickup today uh, against the Braves, a team with just a terrible lineup. I mean, if you haven't just looked at the lineup and let it soak in, uh, you should. It's yeah. hideous. Uh, they have a – I pulled up their team stats while you are talking. They have an 0.72 uh, ISO. Yeah, that's not good. That that 
doesn't really when you look at their players it's not that fluky yeah uh, they're they're a bad offense the one thing in their favor which or which hurts kind of dfs matchups against them they're not terribly strikeout prone right uh, they're middle of the pack and so you know, a guy like alex wood already not really a strikeout pitcher anymore yeah uh, you're you're limiting your dfs ceiling a little bit by using him but at the same time, it should be a pretty easy win. He should easily go you know, six, seven innings. And the Dodgers right now with the bullpen being the way it is, they probably want seven innings out of him. Yeah. So, so I like it. You're going to get your points either way, yeah, I think. Not sky potential, but but I like it. Um, how about a guy that can strike out a bajillion dudes? Uh, Steven Strasburg going to the Marlins. Um, they definitely have some lefty hitters that can mess with them, and they're okay, but like... In general, they don't scare me much. Do you think uh, Strasburg can do fine there? In in a vacuum, this is you know the top pitcher of the day. Uh, and yeah. Matchup and Most everything talented. considered. Uh, the issue is cost. Uh, on yeah. FanDuel, he's eleven thousand three hundred. The next most expensive guy is Francisco Liriano at nine thousand five hundred. Yeah, that's a big. Uh, there's so yeah. many solid pitchers today that I feel like you have to go with some of these cheaper guys and you know get the better hitters. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Like, I like Strasburg, but do I like him that much more than Alex Wood? I mean, he has a higher ceiling, but I don't know. Um, so how about uh, Matt Latos? I, I picked him in the contest last week. He looks fine so far for the White Sox. He gets the Angels, who, speaking of a team that's been struggling and bad against righties, like, is, on paper, seems like a good matchup for him as long as our memories are really short. Uh, do you like Matt Latos? Would you consider him? He hasn't been striking people out, and I think that's a problem. So, uh, for for whatever reason, I've watched both of his outings, and mm. he doesn't look very good. He's getting good results, but and he's getting a lot of movement on uh, the two-seamer. Or maybe it's a sinker. It's mm-hmm. getting a nice bite to it. Uh, but it's a slow pitch, and he his command is pretty bad yeah it's i mean he isn't walking guys uh but he's kind of doing that by throwing cookies and getting away with it yeah Uh, so i i don't see this as something that can be sustained his velocity's way down sure uh not not at the point where he used to be when he was a a guy who you know looked like he could be a borderline ace sure Uh, now he's uh (laughs) i don't know what he is uh really a back-end guy yeah and uh Succeeded against the A's, not a good offense. Succeeded against the Twins, a pretty bad offense. Yeah. And they're uh, particularly cold at the time. Uh, Angels, again, not a good offense. Yeah. Uh, so I like could have a solid outing. I don't blame you for not believing in Latos, but I like the matchup. I, I like what he's got. Yeah, yeah. I-, I think you can use it. Uh, the-, the one thing I will say, this is first game at uh, U.S. Cellular Field. Uh, first two games were at more of uh, pitcher's parks. And uh, for that reason, I think you can also try to target against him with some of the better angels. Sure. Uh, guys like Mike Trout and Albert Pujols, generally. Yeah. How about uh, Jason Hamill getting the Cardinals? I feel like Jason Hamill's really boring. He's fine, he's competent, but he's not that exciting. So uh, if you want to use it, it's a safer pick. But I don't know. does that do anything for you, Jason Hamill? It's a weird one because uh, yeah. I, I do like Jason Hamill for the reasons you just enumerated. He's usually pretty safe. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about the Cardinals' offense right now, and it, it, it's a strange group of guys. I 
I almost see it as being kind of comparable to the Mets in that you have a, a team of players who are you know, decent hitters. No one's really a standout guy. Uh, Cardinals are definitely the better version of that uh, format. And you know, it, it's a tough lineup to face. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't dislike Hamill. I'm using him in my traditional fantasy leagues today where I have him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but probably not for DFS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had the opposite of that also. Uh, Jaime Garcia getting the Cubs. Mm-hmm. I, I wish he struck out more guys, um, but he can be really good. The Cubs is just kind of a scary matchup, though. Um, things could go pretty badly for you. So, I don't know. I, I'm just still, like, on this hangover after he, you know, kicked butt after I, I thought I had picks against him. Um, he'll, he'll be fine. He, he's, he's a good, good pick, but not... I don't know. I, I've just never been a Jaime Garcia guy, are you? I, I've liked him on and off. It's just a matter of those injuries. Mm. Uh, you, you know, it's going to come at some point. And... It, it, it's always baffled me the, the way he's been handled throughout his career. I've felt like, and maybe they just have better inside information, but the, the way his injuries kind of manifest, I, I, I wonder if you use him as a four or five inning starter, kind of like Erasmo Ramirez, sure. uh, plan to have a longer bullpen game, uh, if you can get a lot more out of him in a season. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the last guy I have is uh, Francisco Liriano. Like you said, he's high-priced. Um, there's a lot of righties in that lineup, but I don't think Liriano cares. Also, Padres have been striking out like crazy, and that oh, yeah. means good for Liriano, who can pick up a lot of strikeouts. Like, yeah, they're, they're whiffing all over the place. So I think that's a high-ceiling pick. Like, Liriano does have the capability to have those games. I don't know if he's going to strike out 16, but I don't think anybody's going to be surprised at all if he strikes out 12, you know. Uh, and that's a lineup that's gotten a little bit better, but yeah, a, a guy like that uh, will do just fine there. Um, are you actually considering spending the money on Liriano? Yeah, he's he's on my list. Uh, so you have the Padres, a very strikeout prone. They're just a pretty bad team. Yeah, uh, their best hitters are you know Matt Kemp and Melvin Upton. Yeah, uh, Will Myers is fine too, but uh, he hasn't been hitting as well as Melvin somehow. <laughs> That's problematic. Uh, the the main concern for me uh, with Liriano coming off a hamstring injury is for styling back from that. Uh, hammies can be a little uh, tricksy, uh, can recur kind of at a moment's notice. I I didn't notice which hamstring it was. If it's his. Uh, plant leg or not uh, so that that kind of affects uh, how likely it is to be re-injured sure. uh, the other thing uh, before he was injured uh, very wild this year uh, nine walks in 11 innings that's true uh, so uh, another storyline to keep an eye on uh, might be another case kind of like Strasburg where I'm looking at some of these other guys uh, Velasquez uh, even like a Marcus Stroman uh, sure. where uh, you know, there's just cheaper guys with similar ceilings. Yeah. Uh, was there anybody else? I, I ran down all my pictures, and you mentioned Stroman. Um, any other guys you're thinking about picking or you're looking at that we didn't get to? Yeah, so so going back to Stroman, uh, you know, it, you don't want to use guys against the Orioles, especially at home in general. Uh, Stroman's a good pitcher, though. I think he can survive the outing. I think there's a very good chance he'll earn the win. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, especially on FanDuel, where wins are extremely important, 
I can see using him getting uh, getting that easy win and uh, you know hoping for uh, him to cruise through six innings. Uh, the you know caveat is you, know, you got Chris Davis, you got all these other great power hitters, and you know any any mistakes can really go over the wall for him. Yeah, if it goes bad, it can go really bad. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I like those pitchers in DFS though, just because you don't have to own that ERA all year. You know, that's true. Worst case, and, and on the right day, it. that can be a really clutch play. Yeah. Uh, if if Stroman was a little more uh, strikeout focused, I'd probably be more enthused about this. Right, but he hasn't shown that yet. So. Right. Yeah. Right. He's more of a command and control guy. Yep. Um, any other pitchers for you before we wrap up here? I think you've hit most of the guys I'd really want to go after. Uh, Adam Conley would probably be the only other one that, right. uh, in the bargain bin, I'd really consider. All right. Uh, the Nationals' offense matchup—it's not great for him. And you know, he had that uh, his debut outing was against Nationals, went one inning. Not—I didn't—I didn't catch that one. I'm not sure if there was extenuating circumstances uh, involved in him getting pulled. But he bounced back against the Mets. Looked good. Nine strikeouts in six innings. Uh, I could see him, you know, turning in something like that again. Yeah. Uh, issue is he's up against Steven Strasburg. Yeah, and might not get a lot of help as a result. But yeah, I thought about that too. I just didn't see that many lefty mashers on the Nationals lineup, other than you know, who wrote Jason Worth, but a lot of righties that that aren't that great. So right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that should about do it for us for Tuesday. Um, Brad, you got anything going on? Anything we talk about before we get rolling? Yeah, so I decided to steal an idea from Paul Spoor. Uh, we're going to have uh, the Daily Grind Reader Leagues. Uh, we're doing the first one today on FanDuel, just a 20-guy league, uh, $2 buy-in. Uh, you can find the entry for it on the Daily Grind page mm-hmm. uh, today on Rotographs. I'll go and ahead and uh, link that, that in our post, should too. should be up as of seven minutes ago, as long as I said it correctly. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I forget to do that. Yep. Uh, That's pretty cool, though. Anyway, yeah, that should be live if you want to go ahead and join in. I encourage that. So you can now know uh, the kind of guys that Brad is looking at, and so you might have an advantage <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, that'll be cool. Um, you can also, I'm sure, find it on Brad's Twitter, at Baseball A-Team, as well as links to all the other stuff he's writing about baseball all over the place. Uh, but Daily Grind's a good one, and that helps. goes hand-in-hand very much with what we do here. So, uh yeah, check that out. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS, and uh, love to hear from you guys. We get good feedback all the time, and it helps shape this show. So uh, we hope you guys uh, feel free to holler at us, let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, that should do it for us. Uh, go play uh, Brad's game at, at FanDuel. Log in there and check it out. Um, I'll link that. But other than that, I'll be back on Wednesday with Matt. And then uh, on Friday, of course, uh, Brad coming back. We'll do our live show again. Uh, 8 a.m. West Coast time, 11 a.m. East Coast time. Having fun with that, uh, doing the live recordings and stuff. And I think people are liking those, too. So um, thanks, Brad, again, for subbing in today. I'll talk to you on Friday. And other than that, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.